This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J-Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh, uh-uh. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now, no, no, no. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out. Bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Welcome in to the Captain J Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We got Shay, we got Jay Moore, we got you for a three-hour ride on this Deal Breakers Thursday with open phone lines for you. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our telephone number. Good morning, Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. That's where you can watch this show and all the shows here on ESPN Chicago. And just moments ago, before we came on the air, Cap, there was a big-time tweet from Diana Rossini that could kind of reshape the NFC North. So we were getting ready. All right, we're going to start with this about Justin, and we got others. The Bulls a big <laughs> Hang on, hoodie. Shay, Jay Moore. Diana Rossini, just a few minutes ago, in the wake of an extensive in-person meeting between Aaron Rodgers and New York Jets brass, including owner Woody Johnson, there's optimism in the Jets organization that they are on the brink of landing the future Hall of Fame quarterback. Sources close to the situation tell ESPN. She then says, while optimism existed before the California meeting, Woody Johnson felt it was important to meet in person, sources said. Johnson left the meeting excited and satisfied about the potential match. As the Jets internally are working under an optimism that this will happen, The Jets and Packers remain engaged in conversations about compensation and contract, sources said. Those conversations already started before the meeting. Okay. Our civic nightmare is about to come to an end. The owner of the Chicago Bears is moving to New York. Go ahead. We got work to do. I don't think it it changes my perspective on the Bears at all. Okay, so Aaron's gone. Lions still are loaded with talent. The Vikings, we could say what we want about them. They're coming off 13 wins. And their quarterback threw for 4,800 yards. Just do your deal, Ryan Poles. It's a new era. You're on a new radio station. We're the home. Build us something we can be proud of. Bye-bye, Aaron. I know that there are some that grow tired of the Aaron Rodgers saga. I know I'm one of them as well because it's always of the same you know, two or three, four years, will I come back? Will I not come back? Or him bellyaching about what's going on with the Packers organization. But this seems pretty close here to either Rodgers choosing the Jets or retiring. And based on the story that we just heard, maybe he will play for another couple of years. And now as a New York Jet in a very, 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 what I would consider a competitive AFC cap. And so with him out of the division, if that is the case, then, again, what, how does that affect the Bears? Well, the Bears have to take care of their own house. Thank you. But the point is, though, Cap, again, the overarching point is, is that the Bears will not have the Packers to worry about as much if you're, if you're good moving forward. If you're good, then the Packers are just another team that you can get past. But ultimately, how do you get there? 
this draft, free agency, next couple of drafts, being able to be sound as an organization. All those things are all-encompassing for the Bears to be a good team. But it'd be nice for a change for the Bears to be better than the Packers in the division. When oh. you see that game, you go, oh, that's a win. Yeah, but we, we don't have the roster to say that. Not yet. Not yet, yeah. exactly. So whether Aaron's there or not, that was a non-playoff team in Green Bay that beat us twice. Mm-hmm. Beat us twice. That's been the case more times than not against Aaron Rodgers, a non-playoff team or non-competitive team. Name me the last time the Bears beat the Packers. How far back do we have to go back? That would be 2018 when Mitchell Trubisky beat Rodgers 24-17 to clinch the <laughs> NFC North title. Mm-hmm. Yes! So, man, it's I'm glad he's out of the division, but it would have been cooler to beat him in their uniform. Now, if Jordan Love is like the next really good one, I'm going to puke. Well, that's my fear. Yeah. Because the, the, whatever you want to say about Green Bay, they've gotten the quarterback position correct. Brett Favre, this wild Bronco who Mike Holmgren could not stand when he was part of the organization initially. He was like, a play for like, the Broncos? He's, like a, he's, a, he's a wild mare. I make, thought you were going to say make, wild colt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild mare. Make a joke about mare. Give me hey, that NFL God. team with the mare. The old gray mare. That's, yeah. Hey, what she used to <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. That's Murray State. That's it. Uh, but I, I, I will tell you, Cap, that if nothing else, when you remember Favre, wild. Wild oh. out there. Just like, and Holmgren couldn't stand him until he said, you know what? This is his style. He's not going to be the classically trained quarterback. Just let him go out there and just do what he does. Yep. Let's just, just win. And so from there, as Rodgers sat, for years, behind Brett Favre, Favre actually moves on, and then Rodgers takes over, and he dominates the Bears. Mm-hmm. And so with Jordan Love, it's the great unknown, but I would just say that the arrow's pointing up for the Bears just based on everything they have here in the offseason. Rodgers has been so great. I'm never going to be one of these fans that looks at Aaron Rodgers and say, boy, I hate that guy. That guy sucks. I, like, Listen, I know how great he is. He's beat my team over and over again. And actually, when you take a look at the LinkedIn resume for Aaron Rodgers, it'll say Super Bowl champion, um, won a lot of regular season games, beat the Bears like a drum. Yeah, owner, Chicago Bears. Pretty much. Right. But what does that really say? <laughs> I mean, those same, those same victories that you had against the Bears, imagine if you did those in the playoffs over and over again. Oh, boy. It didn't happen. Very well, they, they have not been a very good playoff team. Ask an average Green Bay fan what they think about the, the team. They'd say, good regular season team, but when it comes to taking on quality opponents, they have not fared well in the playoffs. So, again, I want to go back to how this affects us, the Bears. Oh, yes. On the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. As Danny Zetterman puts all the content plans together for how we're going to cover this team and broadcast games and Make the fans have the best listening experience they've ever had. It's going to a different level, folks. The Chicago Bears have a roster full of holes. I had a buddy of mine call me yesterday. He's like, well, you know, we came close against the Eagles, and we almost beat this team, and we almost beat that. I'm like, dude, stop. No. Stop. Mm -hmm. Half the time, those teams were rolling in here going, yeah, whatever, it's the Bears. Not really razor sharp, ready to play. We got holes everywhere. Just if Ryan Poles felt, you know what, I'm taking a long-term approach. It's going to take me a couple more years. I'm going to keep assembling players. I'm going to get picks for 24 and 20. Then do what you do. 
if you feel like Rodgers leaving, there's an opening to win the division, go for it. Mm-hmm. I'm riding or dying with you, Ryan Poles. Not that I have any choice, but... <laughs> we actually have no other choice. We he, don't. He's in the chair. It's my team that I love, yeah. that I've always loved, I will always love, and he's in the chair. But after sitting with him last week and talking to him, you and I, in Indy, on and off the air, dude, he's different than Ryan Pace, man. I'm not talking about the work. I'm talking about the, the guy. Mm-hmm. Ryan Pace worked hard. It didn't work out. He works for Atlanta now. Ryan Poles is far more forthright, far more willing to engage, give you an honest answer, and I love what I'm seeing. Now he's got to take that action plan and put it into use. Yes, it's all about results now. That's it. It's all about results because even this um, last season, we looked at what the Bears did and did not do. You know, still a black check mark against him is Claypool at this point in time until we see Claypool be able to develop. I mean, you gave up a lot, almost the Vucevic deal in some ways, in which you were able to move a talent like Claypool, putting him in the mix, and he really didn't pay dividends for the Bears. So maybe this upcoming season he can be a guy. But I guess that my, my bigger thought about Aaron Rodgers, I guess we'll still have a lot more time to talk about this when, it, when and if it's official that Rodgers is out of the division. Yep. Cap, I think that it comes down to, once again, when you have success, and this happens in sports a lot, instead of just being able to enjoy the success together, it's always the, the blame pie or the success pie. Mm-hmm. How much of the, the pie do I get as far as the acclaim for what I've done? If I'm Aaron Rodgers, you feel like, hey, you've done a lot for the organization. But there's always this, well, here's a general manager here. You know, here's a front office person there. And they all want to be able to take the credit for everything that goes well with the organization. And when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, I just think that, yes, have you underachieved a lot? Yes, but you've had a lot of success in the regular season. At least you've gotten to the playoffs. At least you've gotten to the rung on the ladder. I guess my thing is is that you just know the divorce is going to happen because Aaron Rodgers is demanding. He also is an excellent football player, but yet that team just can't get over the hump. And this is why the divide more than likely will come here with Rodgers going to the Jets because of the blame pie or who gets to be able to get all the credit. When you win as a team, everyone should get the credit. Everyone should get the credit. Correct. It's not, it's not, well, I get a morsel here and he gets the big piece of the pie there. It should be in the same thing with the Bulls, same thing with the Blackhawks. The reason why these teams break up is because there's always jealousy, envy. Who gets the – how come I'm not getting enough credit? You get, everyone gets credit when you win. Okay, so does – I'm curious what our fans think. Does this change the offseason at all for the Bears? For me, and I think Hoodie just said the same thing, it does not change anything. We still have today a bad roster. We still have today the worst team in the NFL. That's just a fact. You're picking number one. So whether Aaron's there, whether the Packers announce they're starting Jordan Love or going to get Lamar Jackson, it doesn't matter to me. I got to take care of my house. I got to fix this thing and build it so that when you pull up, you go, wow, that decrepit looking building. Look how beautiful it is now. What'd you do? Yeah. Took it down to the studs, man. We rebuilt it. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. So is the NFC North wide open next year? 
Because, again, going back to the tweet that Cap read about Diana Rossini from ESPN, uh, it's not a fait complete, but it seems closer that Aaron Rodgers will leave the NFC North and go to the New York Jets. So is the NFC North wide open next year? Was Rodgers the biggest obstacle for the Bears competing? So let's get your thoughts in here. 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our phone number. Shay, let's open the phone lines to talk to Bears fans about this. What, what's your reaction now that Aaron Rodgers could be leaving the division? What does that mean for the Bears? Cap and Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. Checkmate one six. Last suppression on target. That's why I see him in the shot. Shot or no shot with Captain Jay Hood on ESPN one thousand and the ESPN Chicago app. That's why I see him in the shot. Good morning and welcome in to the Captain Jay Hood Morning Show on ESPN one thousand and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. Time for Shot or No Shot is brought to you by Club Hawthorne. Win $400 in NCAA tournament bets and Kentucky Derby bets while enjoying $4 Sam Adams beers. Details available at our fine sponsor, HawthorneBettingBars.com. All right, we turn this oh is breaking God. news on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. We turn to young reporter Shane Orling with breaking news. Here on Captain J. Huche. Uh, NBA reporter Adrian Wojnarowski on Twitter. ESPN sources, there is a growing possibility Chicago Bulls guard Lonzo Ball will need a third surgical procedure on oh, his right knee. Crying out loud. That would likely require another six months of recovery and rehabilitation. Every once in a while, boys, we get a breaking news that lends itself directly to a shot or no shot. The stars have aligned today. Shot or no shot, when you hear this, a third surgical procedure on Lonzo's right knee, he's done. That's a no shot. There's a reason why they're going to go in there with that surgery. Now, let's go back to a couple weeks ago, Cap, when we were talking about uh, what doctors said about Lonzo Ball's knee. So, and it was first reported by Tristan Thompson. So when I heard that, I said, I got to make a couple calls here. They are not sure exactly, at least as of two weeks ago, what is going on there? They have never seen this before. It looks like there could be nerve damage in there. Nerve damage. I don't know how you repair nerve damage. I only play a doctor on the radio. I am not really one like my brother. This is just awful news for that kid because he's a really good person. Works hard. Good teammate. People like him. Talented guy. Right now, if I'm the Bulls... Look, he's on my books. I got two more years, $20 million a year. I push him to the side, and I just go, we cannot plan on him ever playing for us again. If we get him back, that's a bonus. If we get him back. But I cannot count on him, period. I'm no dream killer. Cap, I'm not saying he's back in the Bulls uniform, but I'm saying that I believe there's a shot that he will play again. Because we had this question about a week ago. I believe he will play again. Look, again, I'm not writing him off and saying, release him, he's done, he'll never play. I'm just not counting on him. I can't. Well, I agree. Well, I, I always say, if I don't see a player, then I don't miss him. Right? Like the whole thing about everyone I've talked to on, that, on my NBA podcast, like, hey, so what's wrong with the Bulls? Well, you know, they're missing Lonzo Ball. Excuse me? Okay, so I can't miss someone I don't see. 
So, so I mean, so my whole thing is, is that would the Bulls be a better basketball team if Lonzo's on it? Yes. But would they be a top four, top five team in the East? Probably not. Yeah, well, I mean, Probably when, not. When people say that, that, oh boy, if we had Lonzo, he's not Michael Jordan now. He's this not. isn't LeBron or KD or Luka. He's Lonzo Ball. He's a good player. I wish that he could play. I'd like to uh, hear me clearly. I'd like for you to put a text in to LeVar. Please. Okay. Please. It's a, only six in the morning there. I'll wait a little bit. He's up. I want you to shoot in baskets. Wow. He's, he's getting the other kid ready. Yeah. Leangelo, yep. let's get out in the driveway. He's getting ready. Right. Cap, please put a text in to find out his thoughts. Okay. Because, again, he says, remember this past offseason, all he's going to work in our pool. We'll work with him. Excuse me? Correct. He's like LeVar Ball, as you can well tell, is no doctor. Okay, so he says he's going to have him work out at his facility, at his house. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, wasn't ready for the season. Correct. So let's, let's find out the latest from LeVar now, how, what, he, what he knows. This is so, it's very sad oh, it that is. a young man dedicates his life to this and leave the money to the side. He's a competitive kid. He's young. He's in his 20, early, mid-20s. Shay's next question is, shot or no shot, the balls are brittle. Wow. wow. Both brothers are brittle and out. Who's at fault? Is it the mom or is it the dad? <laughs> Listen, I will say shot. But uh, <laughs> what else can I say right now? Three well, surgeries for Lonzo. Lamelo's yep. hurt. Yep. Yep. It doesn't make them brittle. I know. I, wow. I, 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 I'm tongue in cheek it's, here. It's coming. But it is, it's coming. No, it is. The cap's right. It's sad. My question, I think, is more like, is there a way the Bulls can get out of this? Because... How do you get the injury exception? How does all of this work? Well, you don't get the Jay Williams treatment unless you're really out and can't play again. Well, here's the other Cause, thing. Because I think Michael would do that, would well, he not? They'd do a settlement. I, I would think. They did it for Jay Williams. They, if he's but Jay's out, career ended. What? He was done. Like, well, as I said, like if, 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 if Ball's career is done, I could see, because that's what the Reinsdorfs do. They'll do a settlement deal and... There you go. He paid Jay Williams all his money. Jay told me that at dinner. He said, Cap, you could say anything you want, people in this town, about Jerry. He said, I violated the contract by riding the motorcycle. Mm -hmm. Not allowed to. And Jerry came to see him in the hospital and said, you just heal up if you can play great. If you can't, your contract's guaranteed with me. I'm going to stand behind it. I'm going to pay you every dollar. That was, to to me, that is tells you the type of person Jerry Reinsdorf is. All right, so that's that breaking news on Lonzo Ball. May need a third surgery uh, on that right knee. So what else do we have, Shay? All right, well, betting odds are starting to surface for player destinations in the draft. Uh, There are always inconsistencies with these. A lot of them come from offshore books. But depending on where you're looking, the Bears are the betting favorite to draft Ohio State wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba. Shot or no shot? This is a signal they really are going to trade down with Carolina and get to 9 or 10. If that was the case, then that's a shot. That's not what the Bears... I mean, the Bears need a lot, Yeah, but could you imagine them settling? No. Well, I mean, he's a really good player. Sure. And Justin has openly said, I want to play with that guy. I want him with me. And the kid has said, yeah, I'd love to play with Justin. I love that guy. Um they need so much. Right. That if you're sitting there at number nine and for some reason Jalen Carter's still on the board or Tyree Wilson's still on the board or 
Skaronsky. Like, I need so much. Maybe there's the number one corner is still on the board. Uh, Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. I, I can't tell you that taking a wide receiver at number one, unless he's the highest graded player on your board. Could period. You, could you imagine, though? It's like Millen with the Lions. Right. <laughs> I mean, the Bears need a lot. But, right. I mean, but it also says a lot about where Justin Fields is in his standing with the organization. Because he says, this is my friend. I'd like to have him on the team. I don't think that Poles bends over backwards for that. I don't think he's taking him for that reason. Ryan no. will take him if he's truly the best player on his board. From you and I talking to Ryan on and off the air, yep. he believes you have to build the offensive and defensive lines or you've got no chance. Now, if, he, if Jackson Smith and Jigba is number one on his board, he'll take him. Shay. All right, I try not to get too overzealous about spring training results, which I know might be shocking to you. You'd think I'd do the hot take on everything. But you do. something interesting did what? happen yesterday regarding the White Sox ace. Dylan Cease uh, threw two-thirds of one inning yesterday against a bad Kansas City team, and he got tagged. Eleven earned runs on seven hits, gave up four walks. Shot or no shot, despite just being a spring training start, this is a concerning stat line. That's a no shot. When I see that line, he's working on stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what I see. You've been to a, a plenty of spring, spring training games where yep. you go, he doesn't usually do that. Why is he pitching backwards? Meaning, why is he starting off speed instead of starting first ball, fastball? Or why is he only throwing fastballs? Right. That's how guys build up arm strength. I remember, I'm trying to think who it was. Sunflip. might have been Zambrano. Mm-hmm. Got lit up. I'm like, boy, rough outing today, Carlos. He said, I throw only change-up today. I'm like, what? They sit on change-up. I'm working on something. I'll be ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the way guys do it. Yeah. No, so, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not concerned with that. Now, if you tell me opening day, he's the opening day starter, and he gets knocked out, now I got some concerns. Five runs in the bottom of the first, though. At the end of one, 5 nothing Kansas City. On the White Sox. On the Hard Rock Casino White Sox Network. Yeah. So, no, I'm fine, I'm fine with it, Shay. Like, it's, thank God it's spring training. You can tell he's working on something. Isn't the four walks just a little bit, like, that? the 11 runs and the seven hits I don't care too much about. It's the four walks that stands out to me. Well, you know, when you're on the White Sox Network, you know what you say is, boy. But I tell you what, he gave up 11, but the bullpen hung in there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Great work. <laughs> Deekman, Kelly, Shaw, Herman, Avila. Great job holding the Royals at bay. Only surrendering three runs amongst the bullpen. Well, back in a moment. On the White Sox radio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. I'm not concerned. Jay. All right, Jim Beheim retired yesterday. I have oh, very God. thick air quotes around the word retired. After a last-second loss to a quite bad Wake Forest team in the ACC tournament, here is, again, air quotes around the word retirement. His uh, retirement after the game was this. I've just been lucky to be able to coach this long. I, I think you missed it. <clears throat> I gave my retirement speech on the court last Saturday, and I gave it. In the press conference afterwards, and nobody except William, William Payne figured it out. Are you, are you saying right now that you're, you, you're going to retire? This is up to the university. You, you want to come back? I didn't say that. 
Uh, okay, but, so what are you saying? You're not saying you're retiring, but you're not I just saying- said it. I don't know. So you don't know. Okay. I said this is up to the university. And you're not sure whether you're, when will you, when will, how will you make a determination about when you will come back? You're talking to the wrong guy. I mean, you can't put, not put air quotes around retirement there. Shot or no shot? He got fired. No shot because they would not embarrass him like that. Now they've been doing all these tributes. They would not fire him. They just agreed. It's time. You're 47 years. It's just time. No, what happened was is that he got canned via a press release. That's what happened, Cap. I mean, he, he was he was pretty much, I think, let go as soon as that game was over. And by the way, as typical Bayheim fashion, lost his last game to one of the coaches he accused of buying its team and also a tournament that he's always been against. So what a way to go out for, for Bayheim. Also, when we break down this press conference, this guy here, talking to the wrong guy. No, I'm actually talking to the right guy, Jim. You, you've been here for 47 years. I'm actually talking to the right guy. Do you want to come back or do you not? Are you retired or are you not? Playing games with the media. Don't have to be a dick. You've been around for 47 years. Yeah. Just, just just, answer the question. Yeah, he was Stop al- playing games. He, you're right. He was always very good to me, me for too. whatever reason. And me too. And yeah. me too over the years. If I called him, boom, got right back to me. Can you come on? Absolutely. Had him on at this station. But still, Cap, you heard that. But I just... Cap. The last three or four years, he's been a raging jag a lot at press conferences, questioning one reporter's height. Just stop. <laughs> Come on, man. What are we doing? You're Jim Bayheim. Go out with some dignity. But crying Class. out loud. Look, I understand. Hey, for a lot of these veteran coaches, the NIL's too much. It's a bridge too far, right? Right. So you want to leave? That's fine. But it, it, you don't leave that way, Cap. If you feel like it's too much, you know what it should have happened? My God, where's Hakeem Warwick and Mello and, you know, Derek Coleman right behind him. Agree. Supporting their coach over the years, those great Syracuse teams. That's how it should have gone, not this back-and-forth circus of, I didn't say that. Uh, You're talking to the wrong guy. Yeah. Are you out or not? I mean, and so pretty much Syracuse is like, all right, yeah, you're out, and here's the new coach. Goodbye. You want to go out like that? Yeah, I I don't understand. Come on, brother. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Lonzo Ball may need a third in, uh, surgery on his right knee that would require six more months of recovery and rehab. Let's get your thoughts here about Lonzo Ball and the Bulls. Now what happens? 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Don't forget we got deal breakers coming up at 835. Captain Jay Hood is on ESPN 1000, also on 100.3 FM HD2. Here's today's headline headline with Captain Jay Hood. Good morning, Chicago. Hey, the Bulls picked up a road win over the Denver Nuggets last night, 117-96. But the story did, came across this morning that Lonzo Ball, the likelihood that he will have a third surgery. There is a growing possibility of Lonzo Ball. He's going to need a third surgical procedure on that right knee that will require another six months of recovery and rehab, Jeez. according to Adrian Wojnarowski from ESPN. Also... Jim Beheim retired from coaching Syracuse basketball after 47 years at the school. DePaul in a hell of a game against Seton Hall. DePaul wins 66-65. Also, John Morant will not be charged for displaying uh, a gun at a strip club on Instagram Live. He will miss the, miss the next four games for Memphis before being cleared to return. 
And also two major injuries occurred in the NBA last night. Luka Doncic left the game in the third quarter with a thigh injury, uh, saying it's not good. Also, new Phoenix Suns star Kevin Durant left last night's game with an ankle injury. Dwayne Rankin is a Suns beat reporter. He said that Durant could miss the remainder of the regular season. Much to the chagrin of Jesse Rogers. Jay Moore. Kevin and Jay Hood are back. And you know this, man. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. We all have to make choices in sports and in life. It could be running on third down. You ran the same third down situation, and you ran the same play twice. You're getting paid for that. I cannot believe the call. Or managing finances. This country, you've got to make the money first. Or it could be a deal breaker. It's time for deal breakers right here on Chicago's Home for Sports ESPN 1000. It's now time to turn over to Shane Norling because this is one of the most unpredictable segments on ESPN 1000. You never know what you're going to get with deal breakers. One of my favorite. Never going to. What's it? What is your top one? Is that your top three deal breakers? Uh, deal breakers would be my top three. Shot, no shot. My baby. That would be number one. And then number three? The morning meeting, I get to walk in and work with you. And you come in every day and you go, Coach? I go, Hey, Coach, how are you? Around the NFL for it. Wipe the, wipe the brown off your nose there, Kev. Just a little bit. <laughs> oh! That's racist. Here's Shane Norling. Shane, go ahead. <laughs> My God. Deal breaker. All right. Yeah. You are the coach of a mid-major Division <laughs> One basketball team, and your son is on the team. After five seasons and 143 games played, your son has a chance to break Pete Maravich's scoring record, but comes up three points short in his final game. Your team was under 500, but they get an invite to a postseason tournament anyway. Your school will have to pay 30000 to compete just to give them a chance to break the record. Do you take the invite? This is Alex now. This is one of your sons. You're the coach. Yeah, no, because oh. even if the money meant nothing, let's assume the school could afford it, and he breaks the record, Dude, you're not the record holder. Sorry. You played seven billion more games than Pete Maravich because he could only play three years. The freshmen were ineligible back then. Mm-hmm. A. B, you shot like six billion threes, and they didn't have a three-point shot when he did it. So it's kind of a phony record. No. No. That is going to be very, very difficult at the Thanksgiving table. Make it a farce of the game. Sorry. Cap, that's very difficult to table. That's your son. Okay. You're and the so, coach of the team. Like, right. You don't want your son to break that record in the CBI? Because he's not really breaking it. You're some crappy postseason tournament that you could literally be 0 28. And if you're going to write the check, they'll let you play? No. All I don't right. say to him. I call him Albie. That's his nickname. Mm-hmm. Albie. You had a hell of a career, man. It was a joy, a pleasure, and an honor. To get to coach you, my son. Dad, I just need three more points. It please. doesn't matter. You're still not going to truly be the record holder. That's in your eyes. I want to play. Cap, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. I give you that. It's a tough one. Can Detroit Mercy play for, pay for that? It's right there in the neighborhood, by the way. I've been to Detroit Mercy a number of times. Right there in the neighborhood. I've, I've been, been there. Update some facilities. Yeah. Huh? They can update some facilities for the cost of getting into this tournament so this guy can score four points. You should have just scored four points. Our, our first one at Callahan Hall, 
I said, wait, what's that ashtray doing there? Oh, it's Dick Vitale's old cigarette still burning. <laughs> the ember right, still. He would smoke while he was coaching. <laughs> the first time I went to Callahan Hall, so I'm old. doing the game of the week for ESPN. Yeah. And Detroit had Rashad Phillips, yeah. one of the all-time yep. leading scorers in the conference, mm-hmm. against Butler. It was a big game. My producer director from ESPN, Todd Benjaminson's his name. You know him. Yep. Todd calls. He's like, dude, where are you? We're waiting to have a meeting. I said, where are you? I'm standing on the court here. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm at the scores table. Where are you? I said, dude, I'm in Indianapolis at Butler waiting for this, and no one's here. He's like, in Indianapolis? The game is in Detroit. He's freaking out, and I walked up behind him. Take that! Uh, I, I would also say the same thing. I would say, um, sorry, son. Like, we're not going to go in the CBI. First of all, we're not good enough to be in the CBI. We're That's not paying a fake extra. Record. Come on, what are we doing here? So I'm saying no. But you know why? Because you had every opportunity to shoot the ball. Especially if you're Antoine Davis, right. Cap, it right. was just him against five the whole time. So you had every opportunity to break the record. You just fell short. Completely agree. All right, Shay. All right, I'm going to put you both in the role of the girlfriend today. Switch things up a little bit. And thank God, I'm the girlfriend. Yesterday was International Women's Day. Your boy, I saw this on my Instagram. Your boyfriend posts a photo on Instagram of you, uh, of of you, and his caption is "Happy International Women's Day to my star." That's nice enough, but then he adds your Venmo handle and says, "Venmo my girlfriend if you don't hate women." Are you embarrassed by this? Hell yes. That's just a stupid, stupid post. That's a deal breaker if I'm the girlfriend. Right. Like, what are you doing? Why is that Why is that entertaining? Right. And what, you, what do you think the guy would say? I was just trying to show how much I adore you and look. No, you're an idiot. So you're whoring her out pretty much. Is that, that's, what, that's what I mean, for money. Is that right? Well, I don't think there's a quid pro quo here. Yeah, I don't know if he it, wants I the don't money. Think there's an expected return for on the Venmo uh, payments. Well, what if it is? But I did have that thought. I turned to my wife. I saw this post and I showed it to my wife. I turned to her and I said, "Look at this." I said, "If I posted this today about you, wouldn't you be embarrassed?" And she goes, "What is he a pimp?" Well, right, right. So he's expecting some return for this, right? He just needs like a big hat and a feather in his like where's my He just money? wants to go, hey, I just want to let you know I've got three grand that's come in so far for you. For, for, based on your picture, my star. Yeah. Well, the funniest part to me is like imagine guys start sending her $500 and she's like, oh, that's it, I'm leaving you. <laughs> like there's a lot of financial <laughs> boon here. Yeah. No. That, so, yes, I think that that's a, if I'm the woman in that spot, that is a deal breaker. And we have more deal breakers right around the corner, right here on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap and J Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Deal breakers with Shay Norling. Shay. All right, you are moving into a multi-bedroom home with your fiance. She grew up with siblings. She's never had a room to herself. For the last few years, she's lived in a single-bedroom apartment with a roommate to save money. She tells you that because she's never had a room all to herself, she wants to live in separate rooms and sleep apart when you move in together. Would this be a deal breaker? Absolutely. Wait, say it, so say it again. 19, I got a visual. 1950s. 
It's cap. Your girl, your fiance. She's never had a room to herself. So when you move in together to a multi-bedroom home, she wants to live in separate rooms. Yeah, done deal. She's out. Absolutely, it's a deal breaker. Out. Deal freaking breaker. This is this. uh, What is this? The the uh, the Petries. Yeah, Rob and Laura Petrie. Yeah, on the, the, uh, the Dick Van Dyke. Show. Yeah, I did, love Lucy. I love Lucy. <laughs> how did, let me ask you a question, Jay Moore. How did little Ricky? How did he come about? Stork. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't sleep in the same bed. Right, he was delivered. <laughs> That's how it was back in the day, right? It was a big deal the <laughs> first time saying. network TV allowed a couple to be in the same bed. That was a big deal back then. But just how did little Ricky come about? If they're sleeping in separate beds, right? Did you ever experience that? These separate beds. To have a child, something's got to happen there. Something. That's not science, pal. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a deal breaker. I'm, I'm long gone. The sharing the bed thing is not a huge deal to me. Like when when my wife and I first moved in together, we had a queen size bed, and then realized that wasn't going to fly, so we upgraded to a king. We just want the bed to keep getting bigger, so we have more room apart from one another at night. Now like I, eventually, my grandparents, when I was growing up, slept in separate rooms. Well, I mean. That happens with it's a age, different right? era. Yeah, yeah. You guys, but wait a minute. What was wrong with the queen bed? I'm a big guy. No, that's fine. Okay, hold Close. on a second. So, you if Kenzie said California, to you, the California king, right? The real spacious, real big. So, if Kenzie said to you, say, you know what? I just sleep better in a different room. Love you dearly, but I'm a sleep dearly. You'd be okay with that. Yeah, I wouldn't care. If it, like, I don't think it would interrupt. The, if it doesn't interrupt the sex life, I'm all right. Dude, I'm asleep. Like, I get up at a way different yeah, hour than no, she does. Not going to fly. I get up three, four hours before she gets up. Good I would luck, get Mindy. It. I'm a snorer, I think. <laughs> no, I think it would make sense. Yeah, no shot. It just, you got to be able to keep the intimacy alive. That's the thing. The sleeping apart deal, it's not a big deal to me. Yeah, no, no. Some of my favorite times of the day are not the, the romantic parts. It's my wife and I have great conversations when we're going to bed. Yep. I haven't hit it in four months. All right. That's your problem. <laughs> well, listen, man. Listen. I just don't know how, it, before the age of 30, that you could say, hey, I wouldn't mind sleeping in separate beds. That's crazy. No, I mean, we wouldn't do it. But if You wouldn't do it, what? You wouldn't do what? Well, apparently that is the case. Apparently. I haven't hit it in four months. That must this be the case. Fair. This is not fair what's happening. I wouldn't do it. No, Cap's just asking me if she came to me and said that. I'm going, it wouldn't be a deal. I'm not going to divorce her over wanting to sleep in separate beds. If like I said, we'll keep the sex life going. That's that a different thing. That would be thing. a major, major issue in my house. Party but my five. wife would never do that. Never. Now, you know where that happens? The Skip Bayless home. You know the story, right? Skip and Ernestine. Ernestine. Mm-hmm. They do not sleep in the same bed. And you know Why? Because Skip needs to have his own room and his own rest to get his takes together. That's that's a quote. Because he needs to have time and space to get his takes together for that show no one's watching. But they're paying him $7 oh, yeah. million, dollars, sure. $8 million dollars a year sure. to do. That's Sign a true story. Me I mean, seriously? Like, you're not going to sleep with your wife because I need to get my LeBron and the Cowboys thoughts together. Really? Come on, Skip. Like, I Please wonder your if, if someone says, boy, the ratings are horrible. Okay. You guys owe me $56 million. No, it's fine. I just, but I mean, the money aside, my pride would want to be. No me doubt. Being, being, I want to be number one. I don't care. The, that the money show's aside. never going to be number one. Yeah. Well, he, he's, 
He's trying to uh, bail the Titanic with a thimble. Never going to happen. When I start relying on just the check coming in and stop caring about the show, then you're in but, trouble. But we have a chance here, and so it's worked out. We've got great management, great rate. We're very blessed. That thing? Who's watching that? <laughs> and I love Skip. He's a friend of mine. Yes. Who's watching that? Shay. All right, one of your closest friends has been serious with his girlfriend for five years. You all expect them to get married. You just don't know when. They haven't made the commitment to one another, so you're all waiting on it. Mm-hmm. Are you going to card in the mail with a photo of the two of them? It's saying they got married over the weekend, didn't want to have a ceremony. They did it in secret. The card also includes a link to buy them gifts from their registry. Are you getting them gifts? Yes, I am. Oh, come on. Wrong answer. No shot. <laughs> yeah, I, I need, I need them to throw a party. I don't like weddings. I don't like going to weddings. All right. I don't. I'm not a wedding guy. Let okay. me tell you. However, let's get, get to the, the I need question. my own salad at 1130 at night on a Saturday in a crappy downtown hotel. Go ahead. Which downtown are you talking about? Chicago? Wherever. There's no, there's no crappy downtown hotels here, pal. Not in, not in this market. Yeah, when they serve salad at 11.15 at night, stop. And then we have a toast from her friend from college. I don't care. I'm out. Here's your gift. I'm out. I hope I never get married again. Because you're not going to be invited. You Because I know you won't like it. Because it's not about you. But I, it's it doesn't my have wedding. to be about me. I want nothing to do with that. That's good. At least I know. If I get married again, hopefully that will never happen. You won't be and invited. And you still get a gift. Yep. No, I wouldn't want that. I would still nope. send you a gift. Nope. And I'd say, return to sender because he doesn't appreciate it. That's what no would happen. Shot. That's what would happen. Nice like bread maker or something. Wait a minute. What? Bread maker. <laughs> 1989. Thank you very much for the bread maker. Thank you, Grandpa. You're going to need this. You're going to need the bread maker. It's good. Watch. See? Boop. It makes the bread. See? You put the bread in, it makes the bread. It's a bread maker. It's like good. Like an air fryer. Something like that. No. No, no. I want to. I will t- send it right back. How did I get this back? Oh, you returned it. Wow. <laughs> so, so no. So, so again, that is. They would not get a gift for me. Part of buying the gift for me is you're throwing the party, which I know costs you money, and I will compensate you in a way. Like you get the gift, you pay for dinner effectively, right? You leave them a check. If you have two people, maybe it's a hundred dollars. You take care of your dinner at the ceremony, uh, or you get them the gift because they're throwing all this stuff. They're doing the shower. They're doing all these things. If you just send me a card in the mail, you didn't even have the courtesy to tell me that you were getting married over the weekend and we're close friends. You ain't getting a gift. Well, I've been there. I won't say the name, but I've been there. So yeah, yeah, and so yeah, I'm saying no to that. No gift, none. Yeah, I'm absolutely buying you a gift. You could buy my gift. <laughs> you could you, you buy your gift and my gift and send them both. Well, you know the real plus here, Hood, is now we know we don't have to invite Cap to our events and he'll still get us a gift. That's good. That's it's correct. a win-win for us. It's an automatic. So well, speaking of <laughs> gifts, let's give one away. All right, your yeah, chance. See, I like that. All right, step aside. Your chance, so you're not going to give me anything for my, you're not going to come to my next wedding. I'm going to give you a gift, though. Your chance. And you save the plate cost. Return to sender. The $200 salad at eleven fifteen. you don't have to worry about it. Well, you, if you know me, I wouldn't be doing that. Salad? Me? No shot.
Your chance at the 25th anniversary tickets right now. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Here's the question. You want to go to see the 25th anniversary for ESPN 1000? Answer this question. Who was my first radio partner at ESPN Chicago? Me, Jay Hood. Who was my first radio partner at ESPN Chicago? Sean Salisbury. Call uh, fourth. Uh, caller 10, regular line, 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. You were the first one to check in with the right answer, and I will hook you up with tickets to see us at the 25th anniversary for ESPN Chicago. Back in two minutes as Sylvie has a spring trading idea on Chicago's Home for Sports.